Hello, guys. Welcome to episode six of of the of, of the Football Truth podcast. I'm happy to have a good friend of mine, Justin Franson, on who I who I had no idea, but I actually lived in the same um, area as I do, and 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 I met him down at the beach. So this is quite the the best. Um, I guess I'll call it a um, settings for a discussion around optimal health and performance, and how we can really uh, unlock top level performance welcome justin hey taylor thanks for having me on yeah it's it's a uh, it's my honor and my privilege uh for the um, for those who do, for, um, for those who do, who don't know justin has been working with uh athletes for over 20 years and has kind of uh much much longer than much longer than myself of course has been down the rabbit holes of different areas of performance um with a much more focus on the neurological side of training and understanding that that the body is much more than just muscle and that you have to actually take a very uh integrated approach to the body to get the best thing out of it right no definitely yeah so just to get kind of get some more background on you justin what's your um on what kind of sports did you play growing up like on what's your background in uh, in uh athletics well i played soccer can you believe that <laughs> a little bit okay. played on a club team the jets in san fernando valley big orange shirt you could nice. see us a mile away uh it was a good club team i also two sport uh four-year varsity player uh, and uh tennis was my other sport and i went to sc uh, so open to walk on the team at SC and I ended up getting injured, hurt my wrist mm. uh, playing. And so I uh, started playing basketball after going to summer school at Georgetown. And, and uh, so I surf and play basketball. And those are my, my two uh, things. And now I hung up basketball after 25 years of that. And, and, uh, and then now it's beach volleyball and surfing. <laughs> <laughs> Can't complain with those ones. It's it, it's funny though because um, I think for you growing up and being like a multi-sport athlete, that that was that was much more common back in those days. I, I suppose now where kids are being really for or not forced, but they're really being encouraged on the specialize much early. And then and then at the same time though, we're, we're seeing a lot of more injuries in younger kids. Yeah, for sure. It, it's it's a big topic now. It's just you got to develop coordination and overall athleticism. And when you don't do that, you're going to start to set yourself up for a lot of injuries down the road because you're just grooving in patterns and overused stuff. And there's no balance throughout the system. And so the body just starts developing just in an incomplete way. Mm -hmm. yeah it's like uh, their bodies kind of get so used to one specific pattern of movement and then once they're asked to do something else their body almost gets confused and they get injured and then they have all these um non-contact soft tissue injuries that are almost like epidemic these days yeah and and in, in addition to that I mean, I'm looking at a lot of the cognitive components to it, the whole body, whole brain aspect. So 
if your brain's only wired to do one thing, you're not living in the flow state. You're not a whole brain performer. Uh, you don't have optimal coordination. You don't have that neuroplasticity network that can be a multifaceted dimensional performer. Yeah, that's, that's right. It's, 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 so, it's uh, even just talking about like um, about strength in, in, in the context of like soccer performance um, that that word strength gets tossed around so much, but then the actual training they're doing is just muscle-based work. And they don't understand that coordination is almost half a strength because it doesn't matter how strong you are. If, uh, if you fall over, you know, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. And, and for me, it's like, you got to have that coordination of all those components to be an efficient player. I mean, that's where you look at all the greats out there. They have that, they make it look so effortless. Their balance is so finely tuned and because their fascist systems tuned and, and these guys have just unbelievable coordination going through it. So it makes it so much more fun to watch, but you can train those intangibles. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's a big kind of gap of, of trying to get athletes to understand that there's so much more um, like waiting to be unlocked. If you kind of actually take it, if you take a different uh, perspective in, in what training really means. Yeah. And I think soccer players from what I've seen a lot too, and, and a lot of guys are going to get mad at me on this one, but I've tested it. I mean, when I was in the thick of working with big groups, I did a whole combine testing deal with hundreds of soccer players and none of them were as fast uh, as football or baseball on a top end speed on a 40 or 60. Mm -hmm. They just weren't taught how to run. So soccer's are the quickest, most agile, nimble uh, players out there, but a top end speed, they didn't have it because they never were taught how to run. They always were running with a ball in front of them. So they never honed that coordination. And I mean, we were testing every single one and I, not one was quicker than a baseball football on a, on a straight line run. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of the, the result of if you're built playing like small-sided um, soccer, you know, on like a smaller court all throughout your childhood, you never kind of unlock that ability to like go into a full sprint and like, and like a 40-yard, 80-yard um, distance. And so that's one of the things you see is a lot of the cultures where they have a lot of more like small-sided play they don't, they don't have the athletes in their teams, but then, but then in some of the other cultures where they have more of a background in doing like, in doing other sports, maybe even like, maybe even some, like some, uh, some track and field work, those guys, they have more of those, uh, you know, athletes in soccer, as opposed to like footballers. And there's that kind of, uh, that, that, um, dichotomy where some cultures are, some, some cultures in, in soccer don't care as much about having, you know, athletes, but I mean, as you're saying, it's, it, you need a, a balance in terms of, to have a team that's going to win things. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, so one of the big things that Justin works with guys is uh, EMFs, which stands for uh, electromagnetic fields. And and like within that, there are native and non-native. So Justin, like I'm hoping for, for everyone here, like you can kind of just give a basic uh, explanation of what this really means in terms of health. Because as you know, like this is not something that 
um, in my high school or or college, people are are taught as far as um health goes. Yeah. So you guys, I'm gonna break it down, give you a little physics lesson here, and and biology as well. And it's really fun to learn this because this is the net the network of our entire universe and how it's designed. So we are one with our universe. We are made out of scalar waves. Scalar waves are waveforms that distribute equally in every direction. We live in this electromagnetic blanket of an atmosphere. So it's all quantum entanglement. We're all connected and we all have a resonance and we all do really well with waveforms that distribute equally in every direction. That's how it all works. Now, what happened since 1889, we introduced man-made electricity into homes. And before that, just before that, they started introducing telegraph. Well, those are one directional waveforms or they don't work. So all electricity is made in a one directional wave. The speed of the wave ends up being really challenging because they're 10 zeros faster than how we sleep rev and optimize. So our brainwave state, when we're sleeping, Taylor, we're about one or below one to eight hertz or waves per second. Mm -hmm. That's when our brainwave state's in a really low and slow <clears throat> bandwidth. And we're in a delta or theta brainwave state. That's the most restorative. You get REM sleep, you get these lucid dreams, very low and slow waveforms. Now, when we're working with these athletes and we're getting them the infinite flow of the universe, that universal rhythm where they just, you can't miss. There's so much synergy. These guys are just on fire. That is an alpha state, brainwave state. They're eight to 12 Hertz or waves per second. The healing pulse of the earth is a Schumann resonance. It's known as 7.83 Hertz or waves per second. Yeah. So I'm getting this information. So you guys start to rev, understand how we sleep, how we perform, how we get this healing pulse of the earth where we get grounded from it. It's all really low and slow, the same as how we rev and how we're one with the universe. Now, the cell phones are 2.45 billion waves per second. They destructure water at that specific speed. So 2.45 billion waves per second of a one directional waveform. That's 10 zeros faster than what I just explained on how we rev sleep and optimize. So when you introduce these non-native one directional waveforms, it's super challenging for our body and it's super disruptive and especially for our fascia as well. Yeah, guys, that was a great um, explanation. Like, I hope, hope everyone is there. I'm taking notes because there will be a, a quiz after this for sure. And it, it's just it's just so important because it's like this is just basic fundamentals of how the of how the human body works. And yet, you know, 99% of athletes do all the things that that are the opposite of this. <laughs> and then we wonder why we have injuries. We wonder why we have mood problems we wonder why we have uh like mental health issues yet we're doing all the things that that cause them <laughs> now just why why doesn't or why aren't these um these these uh 
the mechanisms, these topics widely uh, understood in, in um, athletics? Oh, well, now we're getting into some yeah. you know, gritty stuff right here. Unfortunately, just respectively, we've been lied to for industry profits. And yeah. we've been lied to in every major industry. You talk about telecom, hey, 5G is the best thing where everyone's connected. Well, there's really no electricity in a third world country, you know, in these, you know, poverty ridden areas. There's no electricity in the middle of these rainforests or forests in remote areas. We don't all need Wi-Fi. We don't need to be connected. That's just a flat out lie. And so it's not great for our bodies and our health and having everyone connected. And then we go into, you know, the food industry and agriculture, let's start with agriculture, lied to that you have to modify food to feed the whole population. Well, that's a lie. Yeah. And you have to riddle it with glyphosate to get rid of bugs. Well, that's a lie. You know, and, and then you go into the pharmaceutical industry. Oh, you have to take a, a shot as health. That's a lie. You have to wear a face covering as health. That's a lie. Like they're, they're, they're literally lying to us every step of the way. And our government did these tests in 1996. And this is where they established procedural levels. And they said, hey, if something's ionizing, causes a thermal effect, the cells oscillate, you know, the temperature increases in your body underneath your, your skin. This is like a subdermal, like thermal effect. Like it, just like you see in a microwave oven where you oscillate the cells to warm up you know, the temperature of your food. So, you, you know, warm up your food. They said, if, if the EMF presents that, it's not healthy for you. Then they said, if it's non-ionizing, then it's totally fine. But there's a guy named Dr. Martin Paul at a Washington State University who discovered the voltage-gated calcium channels get disruptive with non-native EMF. And there's a vibration that occurs and, and then they open up and then there's a secondary effect where there's tremendous cell and DNA damage. And you got to really look at this, like a voltage gated calcium channel. So that's the voltage is, is your energy flow into these cells. Like this is a huge thing. So if a low level EMF can affect that, what do you think these faster speed waves are, are going to do to us? So that whole theory just goes out the window with a lot of these studies and bioinitiative.org did thousands of studies with hundreds of scientists from 40 countries and established procedural safe levels of, of all this stuff. We're just being, uh, we're being lied to for profit from major industries. And that's mainly why we haven't heard about this stuff. Yeah, well said, I think. Once people kind of understand that, like life, that 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 life is a stage, and uh, kind of there are there are different um, levels and different structures of uh, of uh, of power around the world, and they're kind of there are different interests in terms of financial interests, corporate interests, and interest in you know maintaining a problem. Which, which then, which then someone can offer a solution that costs money. That's why I always talk about how in this, uh, especially in the sports performance world, you know, all the trainers, all, all the physios, they don't have bad intentions, but what they're doing causes more injuries. 
So, so their incentive is for you is, is for you to not get healthy because then you won't come back and they won't get the, uh, on the insurance billing and they won't get all their payouts. So it's, it just, I think for everyone, like becoming entangled is, is just understanding, okay, look to where, like um, look to where the interests are, look to, and see what kind of uh, actions are actually happening and who's and who's benefiting. And, and, and then from there, you can kind of get a better understanding of what is what's actually happening. Yeah, it is. And, and I just call it awareness and awareness. That term is just such a big, big thing for me. And what we want to look to is to figure out how the body you can create and coexist with the stuff because it's not going away. They keep on rolling out you know, more levels closer to us, more stuff. They, you know, they're, they want to go into the quantum space with vaccines, like in a nutshell too, which is really scary and put it in food and clothes and masks that people wear. And it's going to be a really, it's a battle right now to understand this physics. Uh, But when we can understand how the universe is made, how we're made, when you're connected above, you're protected and you got to get grounded by nature, you know, outside to keep your body battery really strong. It's a big thing. So let me dive into the body battery. We get a negative charge from the, the, from the earth and we pull the electrons from it. We get a positive charge from the unpolarized light of the sun that distributes equally in every direction. We breathe in the minerals through the microbiome through different climates. We're supposed to also get a little bit from the soil too, but that's been really depleted. So that's kind of how our body battery works. We get a, a a negative from below, positive from above, and we're breathing in the minerals to keep it charged. And that's how we have to look at this stuff. So we don't need to modify the stuff. We're already perfect the way we're designed. And we just have to get technology out of health for our food, you know, and and out of medicine as well. It's just not an enhancing uh, direction to go and just what you mentioned cognitive as well that's a huge huge thing and i i'm so disturbed that there's so many people so let's add this up i mean how many people are at a, you know a soccer game internationally it's like they're one of the biggest sporting events you can yeah. do so let's say there's upwards of you know eighty thousand people at a venue there's 2.45 billion waves per second going out of these cell phones. They are in 5G stadiums. How in the world are these athletes supposed to make good cognitive decisions when you're when you're multiplying, you know, 2.45 billion times, you know, uh, 80,000 people, you know, plus the 5G that's just illuminating everything. They're setting yeah. the just the organizations themselves are setting these athletes up for you know, really some huge injuries and poor cognitive decisions. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's where the the players get injured and then they just bring new players. <laughs> yeah, there's an attrition there. And, and that's the whole thing. But uh, I, I look at sports and I'm so pro athlete. That's, you know, one of my biggest things. And uh, I, so I always want what's best for the athlete. And if these organizations would start to look at really building these athletes for a longer term, 
they're going to have so much more revenue generated. It's just like growing food. You don't look to glyphosate and spray and have, you know, literally glyphosate's a water-soluble pesticide that's patented as an antibiotic. And it's in like 80% of our rainwater. Uh, Mississippi River Valley is the highest rate of cancer in the world because of all the farming and the, it, it just gets in your water system. It gets in the rain and it's, it's in that environment. So we got to get this stuff out of there. And it's the same. It's like you, you start doing this with these athletes and, and you have this attrition going you're not building brands, you're not building names. And, and unless you're an ultra fan, you, you don't have much long you know, history with this. I, I mean, it's, it's wild to see the attrition of these athletes because there's so many great performers, but yet, hey, one injury away from you know, never seeing them again. Oh yeah, it's, I mean, if, if you're injured, then, then, you, then you, you can't do your job. And, right. then, and then there's no incentive for the club to give you an extension of your contract and then if you're if you're injured long enough they'll just bring in they'll just bring in someone else to uh to fill your spot that's why it's it's so important for every athlete to really take full uh like almost almost a radical uh radical responsibility of their fortune because no one else is going to do it i mean um me personally i found it the hard way you know if you're having if you're having surgery if you're having surgery in the hospital and the trainer is not there with you. He, you know, he, he goes home and he's fine. And then he, and then, and the following day, there's, there's a more athletes. So look, it's, it's, it's up, it's, it's up to the individual to really put their foot forward and not allow kind of uh, half truths to dictate on their future. Um, yeah. One of the things you mentioned in there that, that I wanted to kind of go in, in the deeper is how a lot of these professional clubs they use a lot of wireless um bluetooth technology for and we'll call it sports science supposedly and it's like you know like airpods um uh heart rate monitors uh i mean even things like wireless like speakers on the field and in in the gyms but for the most part, I mean, um, in football specifically, uh, soccer, they have a lot of the a, a lot of the teams have to wear these like these like straps around their chest, and then they have these Bluetooth, um, basically like monitors in there that will track like sprint speed and heart rate and all the different you know like metrics that that these guys think are important. And then at the same time, we have a lot of concussions and we have a lot of other issues. And I mean, I, me personally, I think it's very like, related, but I wanted to hear your uh, your take on that one. Uh, I'm so glad you asked this because this is one of my biggest things right now. Mm -hmm. I interviewed Gary Vitti, the former LA Laker athletic trainer for 30 years, had probably you know the one of the biggest built one of the biggest franchises you know for sports and the history of sports with the Lakers through his run, and what he was really bragging about was that he could RF the athletes and meter when they were gonna get injured. They could forecast an injury by, by having them always trapped. And I literally was biting my tongue the whole interview and going, you don't understand like how this RF works. Like you're literally making them injured quicker. 
Yeah. You're breaking down their life force. You're aging them faster. You're weakening their chi. You're dehydrating them. You're messing with their fascia, which is the electrical system of our body. It's one of them. Like it's a, it's a huge, huge part. You know, that we have this piezoelectric and thermal dynamic effect that give us our own chi, our own life force. When you introduce these one directional waves <clears throat> at us, it's disrupts, it's super disruptive for us. And the first signs are cognitive. And even before that, what I found clinically is your eyes, your teeth, your thymus, and your large intestine will get decharged. When you lose polarity in those areas, then you become a gateway for all the other stuff, which is level one is all cognitive focus, memory, anxiety, behavioral challenges, fatigue, you know, poor decision-making. I mean, these are all the things that are going on, headaches, ringing in the ears, you know, all that level one EMF toxicity. And then you go into level two, which are literally non-trauma concussion symptoms. We saw that in the Havana cohort, which was the first attack of US embassy workers on foreign soil with microwave radiation. Mm -hmm. And so they're seeing seizures and basically nausea, grinding of the teeth, skin rashes, uh, muscle twitching, <laughs> more severe headaches like <laughs> migraines. Yeah. I mean, this stuff, you can't make this stuff up, but this is, this is actual documented EMF textbook symptoms. And then you go into the bigs, cancer, suicide, diabetes, Alzheimer's, cardiovascular. And the biggest one now is lack of fertility. Mm -hmm. And then even going back, let's talk about NCAA. What's their concussion protocol? Well, it's no screen time. The blue light, the EMFs affect the blood brain barrier yeah. from healing. So how do you expect 2.45 billion waves per second of a cell phone directly localized on your ear, you know, and then all the other signals added up to be helpful for you to make good decisions and to perform at your highest level or even recovery, you know, recover after these incredible games that you know, people, soccer players, they leave their heart and soul on the field. Like that's just a soccer player. So mm -hmm. how do you expect someone to max out on their output and then recover when they're being inundated with this stuff? It's really, it's absolutely brutal what these guys have to go through. And we're so resilient and everyone just keeps taking it. RH blood types, even, you know, it's, they're more resilient to it. Mm -hmm. So they can kind of handle it. RH positive blood type, mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, RH negative blood type is more resilient to it. Uh, positive is more sensitive to it. So it's it's a it's a wild world we're living in and, and a lot of these organizations you got to start to look at that i mean if you're not looking at this stuff you're doing a huge disservice to your bottom line and obviously your vested interest in with your athletes yeah that's one of the, the biggest thing that that's always like boggled my mind is where you have top clubs in england they pay players you know like for example let's say a hundred and like a hundred um like a hundred k a week if, if the guy's out injured for a month then you then you then like you, you've just wasted four hundred four hundred thousand pounds <laughs> so like you would think that there would be some there would you would think that there would be a much 
bigger financial um, pressure to hold a lot of the recovery, a lot of the health, the lifestyle, all the different um, like protocols in place for uh, for their athletes when these guys start start like falling like flies. Because if you go back to you know twenty years ago, all the roster sizes were were much smaller, but they had the same but they but they had the same amount of games. So, <laughs> like where <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like Great one of the things that, yeah yeah it's and it it's it's one of the topics that I would love to hear hear your um your opinion on is how we always hear like how the modern modern sports are modern and we have you know top level of facilities we have elite uh strength uh strength strengthening strength and conditioning uh staff we have the, the best doctors but then yet the athletes have worse injuries than in the past yeah, you know, I started athleticism, athleticism.com is my main website, <clears throat> started 25 years ago, and <clears throat> we, excuse me, we, uh, we saw the progression of this EMF coming uh, into the space, and I knew about a decade ago that I had to address it, because these guys were rolling in it with smart watches on and really emf'd out and i'm going this is going to be the biggest thing that chips away at us so i wanted to really one of my superpowers is to explain things in a in a palatable way so people can really grasp it so i'm like okay let's take this whole microwatts per meter square and gigahertz and and convert it into a language that everyone can accept and understand and so we do it in a, into, hey, non-natives, one directional, we're designed with unpolarized that distribute equally. And then, oh, hey, we sleep at one to eight hertz, we're waves per second. We perform at eight to 12. Oh, by the way, the cell phones are 2.45 billion waves per second. 5G, 60 to 90 billion waves per second, which is 60 to 90 gigahertz. Mm -hmm. Okay. so. We just break it down into simple English that people understand. Now we're like, oh my goodness. Well, you had 10 zeros to anyone's bank account. It's a big deal. Big difference. You got 10 zeros to the speed of a waveform. That's a one directional waveform. That's a big deal for our body to start to handle. And we don't know when that light switch goes off. We don't know when, it, when we get decharged. We don't know how resilient we are for how long. Like everyone bends and breaks in different ways. And that's one of the biggest challenges with, with this is no one can really pinpoint and say, hey, this is this, but I'm here to tell you, there's enough studies out there. We don't need 17 plus thousand studies that smoking had before it became known that it's a you know class one carcinogenic. You know, we already know that this stuff is challenging for our body and we have to start to developing these extreme proximity protocols to keep our vitality and our life force and our chi up so we can recover and perform at the optimal level. Yeah, and that's a, a really important um, like nuanced topic right there because I hear all the time where, I, where there's like comments on, on, on Instagram or, or YouTube and they say, well, 
like Ronaldo and Messi and Neymar, all the pro athletes, they all wear AirPods and they all, you know, like play Xbox and they're all under like thick lighting all day. And, but those guys, they aren't, you know, like falling apart and they're like pro athletes. Well, in, the, in, in reality, those guys have a lot of issues behind the scenes and kind of understanding that those guys succeed despite all that stuff, not because of it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's so true. I mean, they're just super gifted and maybe they're not as sensitive. Maybe they're, toxicity levels maybe they methylate better than someone else they have r negative rh negative blood type mm -hmm. maybe they don't have heavy metal toxicity in their body this stuff might not affect them as much but it's still chipping away at their life force and they would be a lot better without it and you know those are the things but we can't go off of the perception you know, like, like hockey players, they're all Canadian, they drink a lot of alcohol. Well, that's great, but you know what? There's a lot that don't. Surfers, you know, they're, uh, they're up in the running now with some of the best athletes in the world for what they're doing. And they had this reputation of being, a, you know, druggies or, you know, years ago when I was coming up. And so, but that's, it's a perception. You don't have to, you know, smoke weed to be a surfer. <laughs> they, yeah, they, these, that's not, that's not how it is. So when we see these guys warming up, you don't have to be a Ronaldo and, and wear, you know, beats or, or earbuds or whatever in there. Cause remember you guys, there's an airway canal directly to your brain. Let's just go over that real quick. Yeah. Please. There's not a skull there. There's an airway from your ear to your brain. So that's 2.45 billion waves per second of localized radiation in your inner ear. That's massive acoustic you know, ear challenges and stuff you don't want. You don't want that localized in there. So the worst thing, these guys, these guys should be learning how to breathe and do their breath and do visualization and meditation. Their pregame warmup should never have music you know, that's wireless going in their ears. Yeah. I, they should literally ban 5G in every stadium and ask all the fans to put their phones on airplane mode. Yeah. Literally. That would, literally. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what should be going on in these in every sports venue, not more. The lights, we're seeing macular degeneration in the 20s with these athletes, with all the screen time that they're going. I, I mean, these the blue lights, the bright screens, the TVs at proximity, all going in any NFL. You know, training camp and all they do the second they get off the field is is they get on the they start playing video games and they're yeah. sitting in front of these massive screens they're only a few feet away they're messing with their eyes this stuff is addicting this is the newest addiction is emf i mean I, quite honestly i know opioid probably kills a lot of people faster fentanyl kills people faster but this is a it's a slow cook addiction yeah. that we gotta develop these proximity protocols with because all it does is slow you down it's tracking and tracing it's aggregating all this information sending it to ai to create robots and this meta universe where we don't even think and feel you're looking for a device to tell you what you did that day no no, no. you need to know how you felt and you, how you feel and stay connected with that and somebody who's training you they should know what they see. They shouldn't have to look at a device. And yeah, 
numbers are great. If you're going to use technology, look, establish a baseline, do a midline test and an end test, not an everyday test. <laughs> we got to learn how to use this stuff, you know, and how it's meant to be used, not an everyday thing. Yeah. Oh, that's a big thing is all these athletes using these devices like the, like the aura ring and, and like, and the whoop watch and all these different products that are meant to tell you how you feel to, to, to like dictate to you how you should train or, or like, or like how much you should train. And it, it just takes away um, your power. Like why would you give your power away to this external device that, that you have to pay like a monthly, uh, a monthly subscription towards, you know, <laughs> it's, it just makes no sense to me. And if there's any trainer, any athlete, any physio, any, any like expert that's, that does that stuff to me, it tells me that they have no idea what they're doing. Cause if there's a trainer wearing AirPods telling me how to be an athlete, I'm saying, okay, are you an athlete yourself? Do you know how to actually perform at the highest level? Most often they're not, they, uh, they don't. And yeah, so, it's so true. So, I mean, Taylor, you're so spot on. Your, your wisdom is, is far beyond your age. And uh, it's, yeah. it's so refreshing to have the youth full energy that you have and have that awareness and you know it comes from your family you know it has that awareness and you know you have it to the you know just exponential degree which i love so yeah this is a huge huge conversation for everyone listening we gotta really start to develop a lot more awareness and what we're doing what we're putting into our bodies and then how how the interplay between physics of waveforms and biology how the health of our system works to how it affects our energy fields and even you know subdermally like literally the fascia layer you know of the system this is a huge thing let me read you something here that kind of goes over a little bit of this i mean fascia has been recently discovered by uh, dr jean-claude Guillain-Berté, and sorry if I messed his name up, to be not only your connective tissue holding us together like a crotch sack, but a hidden irrigation system, Mm. a hidden electrical system conducted by water that sends cell-to-cell communication instantly. It's our inner internet. To work with it, we must be fully hydrated. Fascia works like a hydraulic pump. Movement is necessary and important to transfer that water to cells. It conducts electricity in the body. It's a fiber optic system, communication of body, crystalline water. And the fascia is a superconductor. May Wan Ho talked about that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, that's basically you know, mostly what I wanted to share, but you guys, this fascia network that Taylor talks about all the time is directly affected by this stuff. So if you're wearing watches or having tracking devices on your heart, it's going to mess with that energy system. It's going to slow you down. So uh, I, I, uh, I highly encourage you to develop these proximity awarenesses and not be driving electric cars, not be sitting on massive batteries. Like that's not great for your health. Stay away from solar on your home. 
Yeah. You know, especially with the panels on it, what happens is it creates a vibration because it's trying to give you the electricity that you're requesting. That in turn turns into really high levels of dirty electricity. So we, we got to really have a deeper understanding of, of how we're designed, how different man-made EMF is, and then how it affects our body. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you, you like drop so many, like so many, um, knowledge bombs in there, but this, everyone needs to like watch this like four times because it, 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 like almost every aspect of life is being taken towards this non-native EMF, you know, from cars, houses, uh, like wearables. And then even our food, it's like, why, why are you microwaving food? Like you're literally dehydrating the food that you're putting it into you <laughs> that makes you and uh yeah so where can people start as far as basic lifestyle stuff you know i always tell everyone in the morning get outside get grounded watch the sunrise what are some things that people should be doing asap yeah it's definitely start there you guys Create some rituals. I mean, the ritual thing is probably my biggest thing. So develop morning rituals, night rituals, morning rituals, what you're doing. You get outside, you go barefoot, you're breathing, you're grounding, you're praying, you're connecting, you're saying some mantras, some, you know, basically opening up your world for, for an amazing day. Uh, mm-hmm. Bringing in the blue light naturally from the sky. Yeah. And that's what tells us with our circadian rhythm that it's daytime. And then when you go to night, getting rid of the, the screen time, which is really bright white light and blue light, which will keep us up longer. So have blue light glasses, dim the switch on the, uh, on the screen so it's not as bright if you are doing screen time hardwire all your devices and then at night before you go to bed make your room a sanctuary literally turn off everything so have your electricity in your room go off have your routers hopefully they're hardwired because fiber optics faster safer more reliable minimal health challenges with it but if it's not turn your routers put them on a timer they go off when you sleep so at least you'll have seven eight hours of quiet, you know, non-vibrating, you know, challenging resonances for yeah. your body. And so you can start to get into those deeper restorative states and recover and keep your life force up. But even before that, I think you can get meters. Metering this technology is great because, you know, my daughter's 14 and she's, you know, she has a cell phone and I've taught her, but she didn't get it till I held up a one directional RF meter, acoustometer. And I said, hey, look at the cell phone. Looks really calm. I put the meter on it. The meter starts screaming. I point the meter the other direction and it goes quiet. Point it back. It starts going. Zzz, and she's like, what the heck is that? I'm like, Babe, these things are always emitting a signal to yeah. connect with another signal. They're always staying connected. What happens when you're sleeping is your brain waves try to figure out what's pinging it. It's like something saying, hey, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me all night long. You're going, I want to sleep. But your brainwave goes into a twilight sleep so you don't get that deep restorative sleep. And we accumulate that over years and years and years you're just chipping away at your life force and aging it quicker and you're making you weaker. 
And then when you step on the field, you're getting inundated even more. And so you're already weak from having bad sleep for the last year, from having your cell phone next to you and head of your bed, because you're waiting to call for who knows whoever. Like, no, that's not okay. Shut your phone off when you're not using it. Literally, airplane mode it. Put it in our Faraday bag. I sell Faraday bags on, on athleticism.com and emfrocks.com. And like, put your phone in a Faraday bag. It'll save the life of your battery. It'll slow down data harvesting. It lessens the stressor on your body. Like this, these are huge things you can do. Get your, your smart meter converted to analog. And uh, you know we live in the same neighborhood. So uh, I basically called the gas and electric company and say, I wanna opt out of my smart meter. And that's a, that's a two-way router. It basically goes into your house and figure out what your usage is and then sends it back to the substation every seven to 15 seconds. They know when you're home, which is a huge privacy. That's why they'll change it. They won't do it for your health. They'll do it for privacy because they know they'll get sued, which is crazy. I don't know how, yeah. health, how privacy <laughs> surpassed health on a liability standpoint, but it does. So whatever way you can do it, just you know, get in on that. Get get that resonance back to this you know analog world that we're in our that our bodies were made from. We've got to get out of this digital era. So there's a lot of ways, but lose the smartwatch say goodbye to it, never drive Tesla, stay away from electric cars, do you know gas, fuel efficient cars. Electricity is not better. You still have to plug it in the grid to recharge it. Yeah. They can shut it down anytime. They mine the batteries with coal, cadmium, other precious minerals. They just do it in other countries. It's not a net zero on the environment. Then when those batteries die in a decade or two, they fill up our mines with dead batteries with acid in them. You guys, it's not a net zero. And then yeah. you're, they're cooking people in it and stopping your fertility. We don't, re guys replenish sperm. Women don't replenish their ovaries. You know, they have them for the rest of their life. So maybe a guy could get it back, but there's still damage being caused. So I wouldn't even chance it if you're looking for that. The other thing I had a colleague that did blood work for athletes and he was a top blood work guy and he got hired by the military to, to test the special forces. And he threw in a variable of guys driving electric cars and it was 18% lower testosterone, 18% lower. And it was the biggest marker change of all of his blood work. Now you take a COVID shot from one of the MDs that I work with. She said her patient base had 20% lower testosterone from when they got the COVID shot. So you take a COVID shot and a Tesla and you take a perfectly healthy person, your age, about 1,000, 1,200, you know, testosterone levels, and you drop them into really, you know, more unsafe levels. <laughs> well, then plus, you know, plus the Wi-Fi, plus the video games, plus the, plus the sunscreen, sunglasses, all the like synthetic um, clothing, you know, and then obviously all the, all, all the plastics in the food as well. So it's just, people are just getting like inundated and like, I kind of call like modern athletes they're kind of like the like unknowing um unknowing saboteur where they're they're unknowingly sabotaging their health in almost every way imaginable <laughs> there's so much you can do and um what you're kind of talking about is i think a big thing is you know soccer players 
and like pro athletes, you, like you can't always control the environment that you're going into as far as like playing in stadiums and stuff, but you can control your own lifestyle, your own home, your own habits, as far as what do you do outside of like your team trainings. And the big thing is for me is like trying to bring nature back into your house. And one of the things that I love about your, uh, your um, EMF rocks is like, you're, is like you're literally bringing nature back into your sanctuary and actually elevating your recovery because like your bedroom should be a place where your body can actually relax as opposed to just being like unconscious for, for like eight hours, actually like going to sleep because there's a big difference. Yeah, right? thank you for that. It's so true. You got to get grounded by nature because that's your nature and that's the resonance of what heals. And there's Clint Ober wrote a book called Earthing, yeah. talked about pain going away, recovering. When you can really recharge that body battery, it works. And that's the thing is we're inundated with the, we live in these homes that are electrical boxes, literally. And then we go into a car, which is another electrical box. And then and we sit at a desk where we're just literally touching electricity a lot of the day and then we have these phones connected on us and so we're we do have to just establish these proximity protocols and we are self-sabotaging ourselves and they're all being inundated and it's easily corrected by just making your home a sanctuary and yeah thank you for saying that about the rocks we do we hand mine crystals so they have moisture and magnetic properties in them and so that's what they look like they're beautiful pink crystals and the combination between the moisture with the magnetic properties, they kick off a resonance. So we are mining a resonance to compile as much of that resonance in your home to create a coherence between us and man-made non-native EMF. That's a game that we're playing with our grounding bags and EMF rocks. The game a lot of the other guys are playing is, hey, let's try and make a man-made device and, and overpower a man-made <laughs> signal. That's like eating genetically modified food versus organic food. Like it just, it just doesn't work. There, it doesn't make much sense. So the way we've done it, we've had an, an amazing presence in the marketplace for helping people sleep, sell these grounding bags at doctor clinics throughout the country. And I know you'll probably have a link on them for you and you know offer your guys a discount as well and you. but you guys you got to get that resonance back in your home of the schumann resonance that healing pulse of the earth you're going to feel better you're going to sleep better you're going to recover faster if you get a contusion or bumped you put the grounding bag right on the area just ace bandage it it'll help with circulation you're going to see so many benefits from the medicinal qualities of mother nature. And then when you start feeding your body with great food and great supplements, mm -hmm. you're gonna start to, your body's gonna come alive. And, and I mean, I use it as a Djokovic story of a lifetime, basically. He was you know, top 10 in the world, couldn't break into the number one ranking, maybe top five at that time. Mm -hmm. The second he changed his intake and, and got rid of, you know, what was slowing his system down, which for him ended up being wheat and gluten. And he had an allergy. When he cleared that allergy out, boom, number one in the world. Boom, won't get the shot. 
he's lost out on millions of dollars because he won't travel with it. And our country won't even let him in because he's not fully vaccinated. It's, it's just, it's like beyond me. And there's so many other top athletes in the world that have fake cards and this and that, and they're not speaking up. They're not really being their true authentic self. And he is, and that's the example of an athlete that we should be looking at is really understanding how to feed your body with the right you know, information. And, and you guys getting grounded is probably one of the biggest missed elements and the number one biggest component to health. Yeah, just, I'm just wrapping things up guys. Like just uh, as a final note, everything that, everything that we've discussed today and knowing how, uh, how critical factual fitness is to having world-class talent and performance as a footballer, if you are doing any of, you know, if you are wearing AirPods, if you're having Wi-Fi on all night, if you're doing all these things that 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 we rec- that we that we recommend that you don't do, these are all things that are actively damaging your potential as an athlete. And so, if you want to, like, if you're in high school and you want to grow taller, if you want to be your best self, because those years of recovery in your sleep in high school and college is the most important time for optimal growth and brain development. So if you're doing all these things that are that are actively damaging that, you will not be able to get that back when you're 25, 30 years old. So yeah. I think if if only one thing, guys, just start to implement these lifestyle solutions and um, and we'll have a link in the description below to um, Justin's website where where, you, where everyone can uh, have a look at, at all these different tools that you can use to bring nature back into your sanctuary, into your house and and ultimately just into your life because it's to me it's a no-brainer just because i want to be healthy i want to be my best self and you have to look at the actions that you're doing every day and see if your actions line up with your beliefs you know what i mean yeah definitely thanks taylor for that it's huge and it's so true and you guys i want to give you guys a few books to kind of take home and one thing before i say that your skull's not fully developed until you're 24 years of age. Yeah. So really, I know soccer's big on, on heading the ball. Uh, Stay away from those big, you know, 40, 50 yard yard heads and stay with the corner kick deflections. You know, it'll save your, your brain a lot uh, as you're developing for sure. But There's a book called The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg. I want everyone to read it. Categorizes the history of electricity and life. Directly correlates every pandemic to increased shifts in our electromagnetic blanket, whether it was cosmic with solar flares, you know, before that 18, you know, 89 space. And then after uh, the the flu was here to stay when we introduced electricity. They called it the flu because it would come in and come out when there were solar flares. So they wouldn't be around for years. And then all of a sudden it'd be solar flare, cosmic shift, people adapt. And then ever since they introduced electricity, but 1918 radio waves and then radar and satellites, like all the big pandemics and then obviously 5G, but that's a huge book. Uh, Electric Body, Electric Health, Eileen McCusick. Mm. She'll talk about your body battery, the way I did uh, primal resonance. And this is probably, uh, well, Primal Resonance is a book that talks about the living collective tissue network of our body, 
that we're involved in. And I call it the living collective intelligence matrix between our bodies and the universe and this quantum entanglement, uh, which, which I love the name of your, your podcast. So th those are some big, big things. And then, you know, we can talk about the contagion myth, Tom Cowan, MD, who got his MD pulled because a virus has never been isolated and proven to be ca the cause of anything. It's our adaptive system, and just like fungus and bacteria. And so those are like several books that will start to really integrate everything that you're looking to do and that we spoke on and really sink it in and resonate for it. So uh, obviously athleticism, whole body, whole brain equals performance will give you some of the tools along with your fascia program for your feet that will help develop coordination and allow you guys to perform at the highest level. But I encourage everyone to be a student of life and live for life. And when you could start to have this awareness that Taylor's bringing and these books are gonna share, you guys, your, your level of consciousness is gonna go up, your connectivity above is gonna go up. You're gonna be getting grounded all the time. You're gonna have so much fun, feeling amazing, and you're gonna perform at a higher level. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing thing when you realize how good you can feel when, and then you realize that you've become normalized to feeling bad most, most of your life. <laughs> so guys, we'll have all those links down below so everyone can, um, everyone can look at the books and of course your website, Justin, I think, uh, um, this has been a, a great, uh, podcast and, and, um, I'm honored that you were able to give me like a whole hour. So uh, thank you so much. And I'm thank you, to, uh, yeah, thank you. Um, I'm looking forward to what's to come. Um, just, just to wrap up, can you give everyone, uh, places, places they can follow you on Instagram or, or YouTube or, um, any places, any places besides your website? Yeah. So athleticism, neurostacking on Instagram, EMF rocks on Instagram. Cool. I pretty much stay away from a lot of this stuff more than anything. So I do podcasts like this and, and I'm really educating people on physics and biology versus doing huge social media stuff, but athleticism.com, emfrocks.com, uh, gobeyondsummit.com, and then, which we're going to have you on to talk about your program. And then also, uh, you guys just get grounded by nature. I mean, grab some grounding bags. You're going to feel so much better. So thank you, Taylor, for having me on, man. Your wisdom is so epic and beyond. So fired up. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Justin. Uh, can't wait to get this thing up, up on the YouTube. And everyone, that was episode uh, episode six. I'll see you guys very soon on the next one. Before you guys go, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. My name is Taylor, the founder of Football Untangled, and we are revolutionizing the football world one player at a time. Hit the link down below if you are interested in unlocking a class performance. Thank you.